Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, all of them can shut up because we're talking about the Spider-Man, Nicholas Hammond, pure icon and the star of the amazing Spider-Man movie that premiered September 14th, 1977. An hour and a half movie that could be 45 minutes. Hi, my name is Zachariah. I'm one of the co-hosts of Network Special, the only podcast you need to listen to to hear about classic entertainment television. Not that work television you've heard so much about. Mm. Entertainment television Mm -hmm. from the golden age of appointment-based viewing when you had to watch what was on when it was on. And if you this didn't isn't see it uh, then, corporate CRT we're talking about here. Mm-mm, I don't know what that is. Oh, critical risk. <laughs> no, no, Every no, time no. you say CRT, <laughs> you've had to hear so much about it, and I've lucked out to never having to argue with anybody about it. I, I meant can't CRT imagine. like like uh, the those little TVs that are uh, that you would watch a security camera on. like a, a closed circuit TV. A CCTV? Is that a CCT? You have critical race theory so on the mind. Now, this is, of course, about Nathan's other podcast called Honkin' with Nathan. And if you think Alex Jones is a little extreme, whoo doggies. No, no. Cathode ray tube. CRT. That's a... Cathode ray tube. Now, that's the TV that you would insert into your urethra in a thin tube, and it would feed into your brain, but you had to go all the way up into your cortex, right? And they called it PPTV. A a CRTV, like, that's what we would, that's what we had before we had LCDs and plasmas and stuff. A CRT was the original TV that we had. So that's what they called a tube, that's the proper name for a tube television, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. With the red, green, blue dots? Yeah, the RGB. Uh, you know me. Did you ever, when you were a kid, I was fascinated with, and Jeremy is 12, so he won't remember this, but uh, you could, unless you were very poor, Jeremy, maybe you do remember this if you had an old TV, you could go all the way up to your TV and put your face against the glass and you would see all the little red, green, and blue dots oh, just yeah. dancing around. God, that was amazing. The day Loved I realized it was all an illusion from dots. <laughs> I don't know if I understood what was happening. Oh, I understand it all. We'll talk about it afterwards. I'll really okay, school great. you on the technicality. But it also explains... Now, can I just, if you don't mind, can I just say who I am? I mean, you are the one who interrupted <laughs> me as that I was true. ramping up yeah, to but... introduce you. I was literally okay, but... a breath away. So the answer yeah, but... is no, 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 no. No. Listen to... You want to know who the you, other guy is talking? Listen to an old episode. We need the listens. Listen, you went, I'm Zachariah Durr, one of the hosts of... And then you ramped into the long explanation yeah, of what Network Special said, is. Uh, we're you not talking critical race theory because you'll squeeze it in any <laughs> no, way you no, can. No, 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 no. This is kind of a theme of the episode, which is brain control <laughs> through suggestion, which is how... Go through each episode. Yeah. Nathan has said the letter CRT... In sequence, <laughs> at some point, who is I my co-host? Will always bring it back. Who's my co-host? Say I don't it. remember now. All right, <laughs> it's Nathan. But I want, I want to, I want to really quickly piggyback on what you said oink, oink. about this needing to be forty-five minutes. Every freaking, every special that we that, that, this is the common thread. Every special we watch that we don't like, mm. typically. It would it can be improved by shortening it by half. I'll oink oink on that. I'll oink on your oink and piggyback again <laughs> and do. say, especially lately, um, any modern movie, like theater presentation movie, I usually have the same note about, especially because I, I kind of watch every era. I, I like to just skip around. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing when you watch certain movies from like uh, 70s or 80s, which were trimmed pretty like close because back then you wanted to get you had two movie screens and you wanted to get as many showings as you could. So they would make movies lean and mean 
so they could show as many times a day as they could. Right. The result being you had a nice, tight narrative that kept you entertained. And now it's just like you can always take 10 minutes out. Right. You know, this is what I love about Zachariah, everyone at home, all of my friends, all of my friends that I have. Typically, they're only watching movies from now. Yeah. But my friend Zachariah, he likes to jump around. I jump around. He watches them from the 70s, from the 80s, you know what? sometimes now. Man, it's funny you say it. It's kind of like when I was a senior in high school. You know how a lot of people have like one group? I was like the guy who could float around and talk to all the group. I was like a chameleon. It's so weird. Oh, I think sure? I was the only person senior year of high school who was like that. I could just like move between groups. Yeah, yeah, and you uh, also were the only one to wear a bow tie. <laughs> or a bola. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> I definitely did not have a bow tie. Definitely did have a bolo. And what was yeah. it? Have you seen this bolo? Have I shown you this I bolo? It, no. My father sculpted me a Phantom of the Opera bolo. Because when I was 11, we went to go see Phantom of the Opera in uh, Toronto, Canada, whenever it was playing for like 80 years straight. Remember they would be all those ads for Phantom of the <laughs> Opera? Be like, buy Phantom by phone. And then they would <laughs> uh, and my dad gave it to me so I could wear it to the presentation. And boy, did now, I strut in that fantageous theater lobby. Now pointing to my neck. People, Notice anything people who can't, say? For people who can't see my friend Zachary's face now, like I can. He has a kind of an angular face, very angular nose. That's so are you sure that your father wasn't just sculpting half of your face? He <laughs> did. He was, I did wake up one night and he was pouring plaster of Paris over half my face. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And he said, shh, yeah, I've always Santa. Said, you, you know my friend Zach, right? He looks like half of the phantom. <laughs> I look like the mask part of the face if it was all the face. <laughs> right. Before it was broken. Yes. Same uh, milky <laughs> complexion and same porcelain doll skin. Yeah. Uh, and this is no homework. <laughs> <laughs> this is no home recording in the booth. Who do we have? What up, uh, uh, Spec Specnix <laughs> Nation? What's going on? What? Specnix <laughs> Nation? Did, yes. Did you have a... Did you have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> well, our fa our fans are, are called Species, just so you know. Oh, I thought it was uh, NetSpecs. NetSpec. NetSpec Nation. I like that, too. I like that, too. Do we like NetSpecs better? No, it's no, so no, no. so easy to say. <laughs> That's very close to being dicey. <laughs> no, let's say it really fast every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get flagged by every. Actually, Jeremy, do we get flagged if we say the word COVID? Like, does that get grabbed no. and reviewed? Okay. Okay. I thought I had figured out a way to get us at least one listener if somebody had to review our podcast for my, me talking about week. my quack theories of how to cure COVID. <laughs> uh oh, there it is. There's there's the there's the uh, there's my in, subtle implanted. plug. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's in a form of a bolo I was with my dad tie. this week. I was with my dad yesterday. We were in Ohio, and he was telling someone about how we were talking about the weather because we live in Florida, so we were complaining about the cold, and how he said he goes, "I'm." You would think it's a good thing. He said something like, "It's good that you don't have a lot of black guys here." And he was saying black ice <laughs> because. Uh, <laughs> the, oh. the phenomenon of having concrete have ice that you can't see so black ice Ooh. but he said it so fast i was like <laughs> what's going on i don't know this dad <laughs> now the funny thing is, is when i was younger i heard uh beloved and now dead weatherman dick goddard say <laughs> black ice quickly and it said he because he said be careful out there black eyes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> this is a, the Aryan news hour. <laughs> so, okay. So, 
let's let, let's talk a little bit about the network that aired this, which is CBS, right? And this is Marvel Month, so we're talking about all the Marvel TV shows from this era. Which uh, last week we did Doctor Strange, this week Spider Man, next week Hulk, and um, CBS is the one that uh, catching my breath somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Probably that better. was a hell of a <laughs> sentence, and you are on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just. I had to get it my run in. Um, I know how people like to listen to podcasts on the treadmill, so I yes. thought you're meeting I'll them halfway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it was Dr. Strange also on CBS, right? It's like all of these were on CBS. Yeah. And, um, I read that they, the reason why Spider-Man was canceled, cause it, this was a pilot movie. So it's basically, I think the first two episodes of the show, it's considered this. Um, but it, it got picked up for the season, but the reason why they canceled this was because CBS did not want to be known as the superhero network. Did you read this? No, but that is very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, Whew. I know these days, that's what, that's the freaking goal. Can you imagine if they had secured the rights? They're like, so we know Marvel, you're not doing great right now. How about we give you this number of money and we will have all Marvel programming in perpetuity television rights for the next hundred years. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine all these shows written by Chuck Lorre? <laughs> I like want to see Deadpool Cap- written by yes <laughs> with a, like they might be giant soundtrack. <laughs> Uh, Spider-Man! Spider-Man! <laughs> but what's really crazy is that this premiere movie was the biggest rated TV movie of the year of all networks. Awesome. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> they, get, they didn't but... <laughs> think so because they canceled the show. Um, very odd. But they did do the whole season, though, right? They did. I wonder if back then they killed off seasons the way they do now. Like they will act something after three episodes if they feel like it's not going gangbusters. I think back then maybe they let everything just kind of breathe out and and get all of its episodes in. Uh, Yeah. What's nice about – yeah. What you said about this being – this to me had the same kind of issue that Doctor Strange had, which is like the first hour is like a, uh, it's like watching a a procedural, but for like a scientific lab, like a bunch of psychologists, like every week, a new case they would have every week. I you know will, they don't get to the action. Mm, I'll push back on that a little bit because I just forwarded. He gets in the Spider Man. He he crawls on walls at the fifteen minute mark, and he's in the outfit by thirty. So Wait, for in fifteen minutes, yes. So the entire no way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm 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 not uh, oh, lying. I'm so sorry. These numbers. I'm thinking of Hulk right now. <laughs> oh boy. An easy way to, because I had the same problem, an easy way to remember it is uh, if tights of blue, it's Spider-Man you. If green ye see, then Hulk it be. That's how I remember it. Okay, that's right. It was the blue tights. I should have done my math. I should have done my head math. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so so wait. Okay, so the first 15 minutes of Spider-Man is, he's in college, right? And he's obstinately, yeah. Even though he's a thirty-five-year-old yeah. man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's in college, and he, um, gosh, I like I'm losing now. What happens? Are you thinking show? about Let's when he gets really it. angry and he becomes huge? Because I have a terrible <laughs> yeah. thing to tell you. Yeah, I'm. I'm back. Yeah, I think that's the spider. Right, he turns into a big <laughs> spider when he gets angry. <laughs> Can I ask you what what was your Spider-Man ba- Spider-Man like? One of those superheroes everybody knows. Like, you might not know Doctor Strange. Everybody at least knows Spider-Man. Everyone knows the origin story of Spider-Man, which is pretty incredible that everybody... Everyone knows that, right? Or am I being overly... 
radioactive spider like yeah okay uh no i think everyone knows yeah um, i mean it's like it's kind of a joke in other things like some you get bit by something that's radioactive and you become it yeah i think it's in the in the cultural lexicon because i said in a past episode i was like oh i didn't really read the superhero comics and then i remembered i actually did read spider-man comics because spider-man was in the newspaper comic section every oh, day that's right. and um oh boy did they make those stories i think each spider-man adventure would last about five years because the daily comic oh. would be two to three panels and it would be peter parker going I'm going outside, and Mary Jean going, oh, yeah? And then Peter Parker going, I think she knows I'm Spider-Man. And then they would repeat that for about two weeks until he finally went out of his apartment. Uh, so, yeah. You'd have I, to, I, like, cut out the strip and, like, paste it on the wall so you could remember because it was so detailed minute <laughs> by minute because you can't tell any amount of story in three panels. That isn't a joke. One thing I was surprised with this Spider-Man is that I'm guessing because it is an older actor. I think he says that he's 25 or 27 or something like that in this special. Spider-Man, supposed to be a teenager. Like, he's supposed to be 18 or 19. Why do you think that they cast this so much Hmm. older? It's not like you couldn't. It's not like there weren't very successful shows starring teenagers back then. I think that's a great question because who is this for? Is this for teens to watch or is this for adults? I If they intended this show to be for adults, then I think that's why you have him be a little bit older. No way is this for adults. I, I was actually thinking about like what you were just saying about we don't want to be the superhero network. These shows were meant more for kids people weren't thinking multi-quadrant like if if adults would watch great and that would happen great but especially this spider-man movie is it's such a simple plot it's so cartoony um and the way that they've kind of mapped it out you get a lot of spider-man just crawling up buildings um (laughs) everything i said last week because i predicted Oh, you're gonna see Spider-Man like a stuntman going up a building once. Well, crow <laughs> order for one because you see a lot of Spider-Man shimming up walls and roping away and and his little blue butt oh, wiggling around. <laughs> and a lot of like weird green screen angles. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I admire I okay. how many techniques they, they use stunt work, they use green screen. They really did as much as possible to get as much Spider-Man footage as possible in a yeah. TV movie in the 70s. Okay, so I would say that like Doctor Strange and even Hulk to some extent, I think those are more geared towards an older audience. Agreed. And this one, you're right. This one's so, but I don't know. Maybe they do college because they're like, do we really want to freaking get 100 kids? And, like, have to deal with all the kids. Or can we just have him and a girl that he meets in college or whatever? So, so you think the problem was the casting director was lazy? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he watched uh, Get High on Yourself. And he saw the amount of work that 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 had, that had, that, had, that came with it. Sorry. Right. And that was with the most powerful director in Hollywood. It was Robert <laughs> Evans token yeah. and snorting away. Yeah. So, okay, let's – can we just go through the story just a little bit? So just because I'm trying okay. to jog my memory a little bit. So he – he um, the the woman he meets, that – okay. So, oh, okay. Now it's all coming back to me. He's trying to get work at the the newspaper, and he gets – almost gets crushed by the car. Okay, now I'm getting it. It's all—it's all coming back to me. Like, like I feel like my—I was brainwashed or something mm-hmm. into not remembering this. God, if only there was a site that had like summaries of movies on them. <laughs> you, you want me to? Re- you want me to go right now and just be reading while you're talking? Yeah, that's what I do. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember now. There, yes, Spider-Man or Peter Parker is—he's uh, going through college to become a. Uh, uh, 
radiation scientist or a doctor who works in radiation, but he also yeah. is a photographer and he's trying to sell his photographs to the paper. He's trying to make $42 or something, some specific amount of money. <laughs> it's it's very odd. It made me appreciate the way that the movies get Peter Parker to the radioactive spider beat because this is such a strange way to get him to it. Like he goes to school and I guess part of your school credit is successfully managing nuclear waste. (laughs) (laughs) So they have those remote control robot arms. Yeah. As an internship with no one overseeing him and his college buddy, they have like robot arms and they are putting hazardous waste into containers. (laughs) So when the spider gets in it and then somehow hey gets dude, check this out. out of it. <laughs> hey dude, give me my beer. Give me my beer. <laughs> uh, also, his buddy in the lab is wearing a blue T-shirt with a white star on it. Is that supposed to be a Captain America reference? Uh, no, because there would be a shield around it, right? I don't know. I don't know how branded everything was then. So you think it was just the the ever popular big star on a shirt? fad of the 70s i think so yeah okay. that's one of those uh no brands mm. shirts you know sure sure that was a what you got for a no prize from stan lee was a no shirt <laughs> yeah um, um so yeah so he's yeah he's trying to get the, so then he he's out in the alleyway trying to take pictures for jonah jameson or whatever i don't know if the guy's name is jonah in this it is um but he and he almost gets run down by a car driven by like a famous doctor or something like a very high class kind of person. Right. And, um, tells the cops. And then now we found out that the people in the car have robbed a bank. Um, and why, and, and the story is why are these well, and it ha- keeps happening. Why are these well to do people robbing banks and then crashing themselves into a car to kill themselves. Yes. And then if they survive, they don't remember anything. And Peter, yeah, without knowing his spidey abilities, shimmies up the wall. Um, yeah. Which the way they have to stun he... people do it, they, it's just kind of like they look like little jumping jack <laughs> figures. So they go <laughs> with their legs and arms and they just kind of go Rip, up the side of the building. That, that's what annoyed me so much. Because to me, what the best was when you when they showed him... When basically when he was clearly walking on a floor and they've just angled the camera. Sure. I wish they would have stuck to that kind of thing because that made it, he really looked like he was doing it then. But when he was like when they were just cabling him up, like he looked like he was just like like he like he was barely touching the wall and it, very and fingertips touching the wall. Yes. And I don't know if there's a reason that you don't really want to plant your hands on the wall as like Maybe as, because as a stunt man. Maybe because it'll push you back or something, and then it looks like you're swinging in the... Sure, right. So you're just kind of almost miming going up the wall. Uh, There are some genuinely impressive effects, though, whenever he is in the hallway, and he jumps up and kind of turns and lands on the ceiling, and all the bad guys attacking him run up. That was really nicely done, and you didn't see wire work or anything like that. And remember, this is the year that Star Wars came out, which was the thing that broke special effects to a new level. So for a kid's program on TV and you're watching it in the red, green and blue dots. So you're basically seeing Braille, but visual like it must have looked very impressive to a five year old. Now, can we talk about the fight scenes in this? Because I wish you would. These are like. The show had a lot of kind of boring moments in it, but I felt most bored watching the fight scenes. Oh, you didn't like these uh, Jackie Chan style fight <laughs> scenes whenever one bad guy would slowly approach him at a time so he could. And he would just he jump would on like the wall and kind of move. kick his foot. <laughs> yeah. He would like give him a little slap and then move around and. Like these were the slowest fights in the world. It was like it was almost like you're watching them choreograph them. Sure. Like someone was practicing these and this, they're like, oh, look, we got them. We don't need to. I think we got this. We're out of tape. The thing, I mean, I, I, sure, I wasn't in love with most of the fight scenes either. I think initially what disappointed me is I love the character of J. Jonah Jameson. And it's so strange Jameson? 
because the actor who plays him in the movie, which is different than the actor who played him in the television show, uh, David yeah. White, who was on Bewitched, he played like the stuffy boss. There is one thing I know about the character of Jameson, it's why he's so funny, is that he is brash and loud and he hates Peter and he hates reporters and he's always pounding on his desk and chopping a cigar and like, why are you a mute? Like the, yeah. one of the best performances <laughs> in any like action movie is uh, from the Raimi Spider-Mans that J. Jonah Jameson is amazing. Isn't that the same one but, throughout all of them? Yes, it is. But David uh, and that's White the guy in this, from, what is his name? He's in Whiplash. He's in a million things. I'm yeah, blanking on his name right now. Um, State Farm. Yeah, yeah, famously, his greatest role as State Farm guy. <laughs> um, this portrayal of Jonah is so... It's just nothing. He's like, oh, goodness me. Come on, Peter. This is a newspaper. He, I don't know if he's afraid to go for it, but he's so mild in this. And the guy who plays the head of police... Michael, Michael Pataki is oh acting like he's J. Jonah Jameson. He has <laughs> yeah. that great voice. He's always yelling at Peter and chomping a cigar. I'm like, just switch actors. <laughs> I know. He was so much better. But that character, Captain Barbera, Michael Pataki, and Spider-Man Nicholas Hammond, those are the only two actors who they kept when they went to series. Okay. Everyone else got recast. Okay. I get so I I love Jonah Jameson's I like you know he's a fun character to watch. Yeah. And but I cannot stand the story point of the of everyone trying to make Spider-Man out to be a a villain. In most of the media like this is in all of the movies and comics and everything, right? Uh, I mean, boy, I can't speak to all that, but generally the idea is that Jameson wants to make him a villain and a menace because it that narrative will sell more papers because he's the yes. paper who's not calling him a hero. So he exactly, is yeah. doing the uh, you know, the vil- yeah, he's and, making and, the villain, he's trying to set himself apart. And and I hate it because it's so um it's so obvious it's so obvious that he's not and and i feel like there's not a world where so obviously where he's he not could, what like he it's so clear that he's not a villain and i feel like there's not a world where you could convince people that he is a villain when he's saving the world constantly saving the city constantly well yes i mean there is a Although, suspension of disbelief there Although I do in the video game, the Jonah Jameson character is an Alex Jones figure who uh, has a podcast. So they've done Which away is, with the newspaper thing because it's modern day. I, I yeah, at least in the video game, he's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember uh, if they're doing in, in the latest ones. I don't remember if he's doing photos or anything. But I just does know he that say? He's, I need web streams. I need video cams. I need cam footage of Spider-Man. I need video cam footage of Spider-Man's feet. I want to see him crinkling his toes don't... in the camera. I want syrup on those toes. You never see him. Okay. <laughs> you never see him. You only hear like clips of his podcast as you're going through the city. It's like on your phone or something. And it's just him uh, doing an Alex Jones kind of character, uh, which I, I thought that was a great touch. Uh, and, and And I guess in that world, I do see people buying into Alex Jones calling Spider-Man a villain and then see there you go I mean you're saying that no one could believe that Spider-Man's a villain but we have plenty of people who believe that uh vaccinations kill you so (laughs) hey truth is stranger than fiction right everyone (laughs) by the way uh, J.K. Simmons is the name of the actor I can't believe I forgot it just kidding Simmons but in this J.K. Simon okay yeah that's right but in this though it's like the the like at the very end of it, I think like uh, it's so stupid because like the sheriff is like, um, like like J- Jameson says like. Remember, oh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man does not tip over a car. That's the Hulk. <laughs> no, I know, I know. <laughs> but he says something like he says something like, "Oh, that's Spider-Man," and then the sheriff's like, "Well, he saved that guy's life." 
And then he's like, yeah, but he's a real bad dude, isn't he? And the sheriff's like, yeah, maybe he is. Like, it's this quick, like, there's no, like, convincing or anything. The sheriff's just like, yeah, I'm on board with you. The script is extremely weak. I was um, <laughs> listening to it. A, I was more, mostly listening to it a second time because I was working on some stuff, but I wanted to kind of get the movie into my brain somehow. There yeah. are so many long stretches of silence. I was like, was this script 20 pages? Because oh. there are all these sequences where Superman or Superman, Spider-Man is figuring out his powers or he's creeping around on buildings, but they won't play music. It's like some oh. sort of weird 90s dogma indie film. You just hear Spider-Man's <laughs> footsteps and like him dragging a piece of metal around or jumping around. Like this is where the exciting music is supposed to be, not right. when he's sitting there staring at a piece of paper. Now there is, that's the thing. These Marvel movies, their best, the best thing about them is that the music is amazing. When there is music, it is amazing. It's this jazz, like funk jazz, like well, this progressive, like. Uh, but this movie Spider-Man, has what I could call. You can't help but call it this now. It's it's like porn music. It's all. <laughs> it, let me see if it's on this part. Oh, here's the famous computer noise. I should have written down what there's music in this. Oh, sorry, I'm listening See, to Spider-Man I love all sneeze. This, <laughs> this guy is not good at faking I, a sneeze. Spider-Man's supposed to have I love, uh, allergies. It goes chew, chew, chew. Oh, that's right. What was the storyline of that? him having allergies? Why did they give him allergies? He had a device that he was going to use to track some stuff, and then he was sneezing so much he drops the device. That's the only reason. <laughs> the the only reason. That is so stupid. That's the only. And I thought when he became a Spider-Man, he he didn't have all those issues. Oh, right. In the Raimi Spider-Man. But also, if you're talking about that kind of Spider-Man, he has the ability to shoot webs out of his wrists. In this, yeah. it's the thing I, I don't like, which is that Peter Parker somehow knows how to make a, a machine that you strap to your wrist and it makes webbing shoot out that's so strong that it's a rope. Like, it. just sell that idea to somebody, Peter, if you can create those sort of crazy inventions that can do anything. This and is like, even not using Aunt May. This is my least favorite. Yeah, I know. Aunt May is in this as kind of a doddering old woman. And usually the idea is <laughs> Aunt May. Well, there's no Uncle Ben. There's. All right. Nothing with Uncle Ben getting murdered, and that's why he becomes Spider-Man. There's no yep. with great power comes great responsibility. It's just kind of like, nope. oh, I'm bitten by a radioactive spider. I can climb up walls. Uh, I will now make myself a Spider-Man suit and a little device. And now that I can is sell magical. photos of myself. Uh, and that's why yeah, I, this I, only works if a child is watching it. Of undiscerning child <laughs> who will love. It's like, yeah, go Spider Man. Spider Man's going up the building. He goes up the building real good. Like, that's <laughs> who this is for. So, I, I don't, I, I never, I, I always prefer that Spider Man gets the ability to shoot webs. Like, I always prefer that Spider Man. I don't, I, I'm, I'm exactly with you. I don't like. And it's always so glossed. Over. Like I feel like if if in real life, not in real life, but I feel like if he creates the spider web band that shoots spider webs, I feel like that would be the majority of a movie, because <laughs> the amount of work and effort it would take for someone to figure out spider silk, which is something that they that scientists have probably been trying to do for a million for hundred years. It's Spider Man just sitting like, in R and D trying to figure out the right components. Yes, I feel like that would be the movie. Like he'd be like, uh, you know, he'd have to go on errands and like, you know, he'd like meet other scientists or like coming up the, with stuff. Like the fact that some kid is just like, yes, oh, I gotta have a web. Having it just all be crazy mutation stuff is the only thing that makes it really work. And even in terms of the costume, the only way that that's really viable is the latest Spider-Man, where it's Tony Stark, genius millionaire making him this outfit. Otherwise, yes, it's going to look like the Tobey Maguire outfit where he's in the wrestling ring and it's just pajamas and a yeah. a ski mask. Like that's how Spider-Man would look if he was if a teen was making his own costume. 
Right. And now I know all the comic book all the comic book nerds are going this is what the comic books are really like, you know, or whatever. Like so, so I, I I I the question is, I have is what is there a Spider-Man in the comics that has the mutation? There must be, right? I'm pretty positive the origin of Spider-Man and how Spider-Man works has been retold and restructured hun- probably right. hundreds of times. And and plus, now there are so many multiverses so they can create yeah. all of these timelines. Spider-Man, you can kind of create your own tack that works for you and go with that. Yeah. Yeah, I know the multiverse the whole thing, but the multiverse kind of always felt like a... Uh, a rewrite of like trying to like sandwich everything in keep all of the con comics relevant well and it's uh, a way well, it's, which to, is fine it's to totally tell fine. multiple stories at once or else you're gonna have yeah. people mostly nerds talking about how <laughs> this doesn't equate with that i just sent you a picture of the woman who plays aunt may in her youth and she is extremely beautiful her name is Jeff Donnell. She named herself after the Mutton Jeff comics when she was little. <laughs> it's very hey. funny. She okay, What's Mutton Jeff? Mutton Jeff is a newspaper comic from like the 30s. Born Jean Marie Donnell. She took the piano dance and she loved Call the me Mutt Jeff. And Jeff. Oh, Mutt and Jeff. Mutt and Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, not like a piece of lamb meat, Mutton Jeff. <laughs> They call like my mutton Jeff. Or <laughs> get in fights with Andy Cap. I will. Oh well. Do you ever see old Andy Cap comics? And it's literally him just beating his wife. It's horrific. <laughs> Is that why his fries are so hot? That's why his fries are so spicy. <laughs> it's the only way I can get out of my system. Can I talk about the other person's voice in this movie that I love? which is the other cop in the movie uh, played by Bob Hastings, who played Commissioner Gordon in the animated series. And these two cops... You're right, Captain. Right? Right? Right what? They're crazy. I mean, those were all respectable people, not some junkie hoods. A professor who steals a payroll? I don't know. I just love those character actor (laughs) voices. They're really unique. I I uh, will always love a nice New York accent and its many variations. What did you think about when the cabbie, uh, the black cabbie, gets to turn down a white person for a cab ride? I like that. Moment. Well, you know, I thought that that I was thinking like, oh, here we go, CRT and CRT. old stuff too. CRT. <laughs> I tee him up, and this sucker comes with a nine iron. I'm building my case, I... stroke by stroke. <laughs> Uh, you know, I felt like uh, finally sweet, sweet revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Have we even said that the plot of this movie, which I actually kind of like, which is that somebody is using mind control over the city and the person who is uh, doing the mind control is modeled after L. Ron Hubbard in Scientology. He's yeah, suckering that, all these rich people into a religion. That's definitely who he's modeled after, for sure. Oh, look up a picture of L. Ron Hubbard. He it, looks like him. He, he freaking they styled looks like his him. hair like him. His face looks yes. like him. His blue suit is L. Ron Hubbard style. So this is a direct uh, crack at Scientology in '77, pretty early I, at the gate. I remember thinking at one point I thought. Um, there was a split second where I was like, this guy really like, I was like, is this him (laughs) for one second? I was like, did they get him to play himself? (laughs) God, that would be amazing. I mean, he would never do it, but boy, that would be great. Oh, and uncle Leo from Seinfeld is in this. He's one of the henchmen, Len Lesser, the guy with the extremely intense hawk like face. Yeah, (laughs) There's a face you can cut a tomato with. Uncle Leo, right? That's what you said. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I um, yeah, I mean, this one, they do. You're right. They do get to Spider Man pretty fast on this, but there is so much of, like you said, they're trying to get so much Spider action going in this 
that there's so much of him just kind of moseying about in the suit. Oh, long stretches where you get to see Spider-Man walking across a roof and Spider-Man going up. I mean, they used every piece of footage they had because I heard, especially for like when he swings from one building to another, I guess that was really expensive and really dangerous for them to set up. So I think that got used in the show endless times like they shot it from multiple angles and spider-man was always tied to the same pole on the same building yeah there's one scene where he's um trying to look he's trying to find the floor uh like uh, like whatever floor someone's on and Mm. he goes to every window on the wall and you watch him go to every window and and one thing i didn't like is that they have him walking like like when you pretend to walk like a dog when you're a kid mm-hmm. and you don't do it on your knees, you do it on your feet. So your butt's way up in the air. Mm-hmm. So you always look like, like a skunk just getting ready to go. And that's what he's doing. He's walking like that across the building, except instead of where today they're kind of crawling, you know, like they're actually crawling. Right. This he's doing that thing where his butt is up in the air the entire time. And it looks ridiculous. Even when he's walking across rooftops in the suit, for some reason, when he's in the suit, he walks like he has a full diaper. He has his legs splayed yeah. way apart. He's like, did you see your, your boy, Larry Anderson, the ex-Scientologist no, is you, in this? You said that. Where, where was he in this? Uh, he's just one of the crowd people. He has no big role. It's the same thing Why as Doctor he Strange. He's just in it. I mean, he no, has but, like yeah, a line or two. He's a magician. Okay. Is he really a magician, or did he just play one in he, the Doctor Strange movie? He is a magician. Movie? Okay. No, he is a magician, and he has like VHS tapes and stuff. Oh well, if he has VHS tapes, I guess right. you really shut me up. I'm scanning through this to yeah. see if I can find your boy anywhere. Nathan is obsessed with Dave Anderson. I love he Larry Anderson. He wants He's... to marry him. Now, who who was the the judge on court TV or on uh, Night Court? Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. <laughs> and you're sure that's not who you're thinking about in a Hulk Spider-Man style mix-up? No. Okay. No. When I looked up Larry Anderson, I thought it, I was thinking like like when I saw the name Larry Anderson as the magician, mm. I thought. I thought of Harry Anderson, but I thought that doesn't look like Harry Anderson. But I, but I was where's the Larry. fedora? And and then when I typed it in Larry Anderson, it brought up the real Larry Anderson, and I was oh, it's a different magician. Hmm. Yeah. And that's why people so. tune in. It's for this kind of hard hitting facts. What do you think about Nicholas Hammond as Spider Man? Um. You know, I don't know. Like, like, so my favorite Spider-Man is Tom Holland, and I think he's the perfect uh, amount of like na- naivety and um, like go-getter, and also like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's but he's trying his darndest, and he's just lovable and all that kind of stuff. And when I think about like Andrew Garfield, like I feel like he didn't pull off the charm. And Tobey Maguire is just, I don't know what's going on with him. He's a weird kind of straight. always an odd choice. Down the line. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of weird. I really uh, like those Raimi movies, movies, but, but Tobey Maguire is always exactly. an odd choice to me. Like his face does not change based on his emotion. I don't <laughs> even. tears will start to fall out. I don't even <laughs> dislike him. I just, it's, exactly. it's just odd. It just doesn't exactly. never quite congeals for me. And so when I put him in the line, I think he's more charming and more interesting than Andrew Garfield. Mm. Um, I would have liked to see him in a modern movie. Not not as that not as like a seven sixty year old or something, but like I would have liked to have seen him in a modern movie to see how he would have acted, you know, with all that going on. But he I, I, is in you know. uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he plays Leonardo DiCaprio's director. And I've only seen that movie once, but when I saw that it was him, I was like, Oh, I remember that performance and being really impressed by it. So it's like he was great in that role. So I yeah, I, I liked him. I, I just don't like this show. So oh, I think he stinks I in like, this. 
<laughs> I feel like the spite. <laughs> I feel like Spider Man is. It's just it's it's I don't I feel like it was just too early to make this show because it's so bad when you look and someone's got rope around them and that's supposed to be the web like like or <laughs> just like a puff of like sticky cloud like flies into the air you know or like stretched cotton or whatever like it's sure just, it's just too early I mean, people to make were a thing. little less uh critical of such thing and again i truly yeah. believe this was made with children in mind and they never yeah. crossed their mind that they needed to aim for anybody else yeah oh sorry uh, that that I, I, uh, idea is sorry. boring to you that I just so tired of that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. I, when I think about Hulk and I think about um, Strange, like this one is really the lower of the three. Now I haven't watched the show. Like the show, you know, went for a whole season. Um, I've seen clips of the Japanese one, which has an amazing soundtrack too. Hmm. But it seems to have kind of the same thing, except with a little bit more Power Ranger stuff going on. But, um, <laughs> but I don't know. I. I, yeah, this I, I, it's unfortunate for him because I feel like later down the road, like maybe in the '80s, they could have figured out a better way to make Spider-Man. Um, yeah, yeah, I maybe. maybe. I don't not. know if uh, it would have been that much more advanced. Yeah, so maybe the '90s then. Maybe on well, C, on on WB. Did you like the Lois and Clark TV show? Uh, never watched it. Never okay. Watched it. Well, then I guess we can't go down that path. No. I, uh, I I think that this anything like this can can work at least work a lot better if you have a lead actor who has a lot of charisma. And I think that this Peter Parker is just pretty charisma free. And I don't know if it's because they didn't give him anything to latch onto, But it's also hard because he's probably older than what he's saying he is, and he's what he's saying he is is too old for the part, but he is acting um, wide-eyed and innocent very literally. Like, he opens his eyes so wide, I think, to convey <laughs> youthful enthusiasm, and it just doesn't play great for me. Yeah, I think you're right. This is very much like... There's nothing special at all about it. It is really just... He's saying the lines and he's, he's, um, it's almost like, it's almost like he knows that this character is too old. And yeah. so he's like pushing it a little bit younger, even though it for doesn't sure. make sense for the age he is. Uh, and he doesn't, and he just kind of goes with the flow and he just seems, he seems kind of dumb. Like Spider-Man seems kind of like a dummy. <sighs> Who also can uh, sew a very form-fitting costume, make a bunch yeah. of inventions, deal with nuclear waste. Yeah. Like he's got no common sense or something. Yeah, yeah. Because, and again, like, uh, think about Columbo or Kojak. Those are just totally basic detective shows. But the actors in the leads are so charismatic and they have so much personality. You like it and you want to see what they're going to do. These Marvel shows seem to really suffer with bland casting, except for some yeah. of the uh, secondary characters. They get to be big New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 we'll, we'll talk about Hulk next week, um, so I don't want to go too deep into it, but I think that finds it i mean it's again i think these things are too long too too long but i think that one figures itself out better than this one ever did it's definitely a different animal yeah yeah <laughs> uh i am okay. really looking forward to oh I'll, I'll call it now uh just so i i do it i am planning on going to my local comic shop which is carolyn john's comics because they have a staff there who are Really just wonderful, helpful people and very enthusiastic about comics, but they don't act like uh, asshole gatekeepers. So I enjoy talking to them about things <laughs> yeah, I don't know nice. about. Um, and I am going to go and in a special edition, not on an official uh, episode drop, but like on a midweek drop, I'm going to do interviews 
with employees at the station, one of whom is a mega fan of Spider-Man, another with a mega fan of Hulk and of Doctor Strange. And I'm going to get their takes on how these movies succeed or don't succeed from a frothing fan's perspective. Do you think they have, do you know if they've watched these? If you are that big a fan of these characters, you've absolutely watched them. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that, everyone. I'm looking forward to doing more work myself. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Next week is the Hulk. We're going to smash it out of here as our last, our last episode of come on Zachary you can get to the end of this sentence our last episode of the Marvel series yes thank god I'm thinking (laughs) yeah and if you are interested in seeing this Spider-Man 70s series is it all available in YouTube on one long video that is 11 and a half hours long yes it is you can watch the whole series in one go yes there's a 11 and a half hour video every single episode of the spider-man television show in order including this movie sit down and put a catheter up your and ingest all those episodes at once that's a good idea if you can and if you can connect the catheter to the computer somehow you can ingest it in that way as well (laughs) does it matter we didn't talk about the plot really no right who cares (laughs) no spider-man save the day uh, Nathan, yeah. if people enjoyed listening to this um, podcast and it, it wasn't just some random Spider-Man fan who is screaming and swearing at how disrespectful and sacrilegious <laughs> we have been to their entity, what should people do to get more of us or show that they appreciate us? They should go out to uh, NetworkSpecialPodcast.com. You can subscribe there. You can subscribe at iTunes You can or uh, Apple Music. Uh, you can podcast. I think it's called now. You can subscribe at Spotify. You can subscribe at Amazon. I think Google. I think we're on. Um, yeah, find us there. Also, like and review us. Give us uh, the old five star heave ho, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll greatly appreciate it. Um, send you a little gift package of nothing. <laughs> a little care package. And uh, yeah, that's that's what they can do. And go to wh- Facebook, go to Twitter, go oh, to Lord. TikTok. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Look We're on our- everything. We're on everything. <laughs> Instagram. We have a, a Quibi deal in the works. We got everything. Yeah. Producer Jeremy, <laughs> Spider Man, yes or no? I think it's marvelous. There you go. You heard it here oh, first and nice. last because we're out of here. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye.